good staying safe so this is rj coming at you from 91.9 kcss turlock the valley's true alternative thank you for turning into my first official pilot of my brand new series beyond bars here we talk about all things hip-hop and rap the hottest bars impact of the culture artists you should know and everything else in between i'll be sharing with you some of my favorite artists along with the dope content to produce for a free-form discussion about the gift of music Join me and hopefully a few surprise guests to dive deep into hip-hop culture in this new generation of hype. We're kicking off this first episode by analyzing an artist who's definitely earned his stripes and learned the ropes along his time in the rap game. This past SoundCloud savant seemingly expanded the SoundCloud wave that showed much attention in the 2016 through 2018 years, giving the grimy, rough reality into the dark side of the world. Quick cadence flows in a slick delivery detailing pain, heartbreak, substance abuse, and loneliness spoke wonders to listeners experiencing the same kind of troubles. Smart use of ad-libs complement each track and add another dimension of rhythm that's essential for turn-up. From my first listen back in 2017 from some early EPs on his SoundCloud, I knew this artist had the potential and versatility to move in any lane he pleased while keeping truth and principle above all else. And with plenty of years available to further prove himself, I can only infer he'll get better with each step moving forward. So, let's break down none other than Florida native Wi-Fi's funeral. Wi-Fi's funeral was born as Isaiah Rivera in the Bronx, New York on March 20th, 1997 to a Puerto Rican mother and a Jamaican father. Rivera was raised by his mother, but his biological father was a freestyle battler in the Bronx, leaving his family when he was only three years old. When he turned seven, he moved to Palm Beach, Florida where his origins seemed to begin. With rap in his blood, it already seemed that Wi-Fi was destined to be in the rap game, quoting that much of his early influence came from Notorious B.I.G., tributing to his Mo' Money, Mo' Problems music video with Puff Daddy and Mace. Rivera originally went as Izzy Kills, but later chose to go under the name Wi-Fi's Funeral, which he got from his close friend DJ Skeen. Now, as I've said before, the Notorious B.I.G. played a significant role in his sound and also influence, particularly his track Suicidal Thoughts, highlighting feelings of hopelessness, despair, and also questioning one's worth. Wi-Fi would take this a step further in his own music, expressing brutal honesty and also the things that go on in his inner psyche, hoping to be an outlet for fans suffering through similar emotional pain. His career seemingly began in the 2016 through 2017 years after dropping out of high school and being kicked out of his house during sophomore year. He then began working on his dream of success in the hip-hop industry. While recording music during this time, he also battled substance abuse problems including cocaine, Xanax, and Adderall. While working on his project Black Heart Revenge, he unintentionally overdosed on cocaine and Adderall. After recovering, he resumed his work on the album while getting his addiction under control. He would release When Hell Falls on January 27, 2017. This was originally his suicide note, but he decided to turn it into an album instead. The project took a total of two weeks to complete and upon release, attracted the attention of Alamo and Interscope Records who later signed him with his next mixtape, Boy Who Cried Wolf, in 2017, crediting the popular fable which would get much success in the following year. He was also a member of Members Only, a group originally created by XXXTentacion Shown and Ski Master Sump God from 2015 to 2017. Now that we've broken down the basics of Wi-Fi's funeral, I'd like to get into some essential projects and also albums that you should know about from this artist. His breakthrough project, Boy Who Cried Wolf, is a dark and ominous project filled with gritty, almost suspenseful-like beats produced by Wi-Fi's close friend and producer, Chris DeNiro. Released in 2017, this project serves as a relapse to the attributed progress and yearning for sobriety in past projects. We see him go through the darkest parts of his mind while seeming to be on cruise control through the madness. 
We see the aggression through Xanax and other substance binges and how he loses himself in the darkness. And when he isn't on a drug-induced high, Wi-Fi is feeling completely lost and empty. Most of this project is about letting out the demons inside as you go into a daze and induced state with him through the whole thing. Standout tracks are Tic Tac Intro, Lil Jeff Hardy, Eyes Low, and Where You At Remix featuring Ugly Guy. Wafa releases an EP Everything Sucks in December of 2019, giving you a little bit of everything from both sides of the spectrum while continuing to push out new flows and ways to progress past what he's comfortable making. This dreamy yet nightmarish mixtape provides 7 tracks with 13 minutes total for the whole tape. While the songs are short, Wi-Fi wastes no time packing in memorable bars or catching melodic rhythm that says it's feeling good and healing scars from the past while trying to find one's foundation. For this project, he goes for more of a crooner type delivery of most of the tracks, but stays true to his gritty style, which sees much influence from past rap supergroup 3-6 Mafia. On tracks like Slide and Stick, he comes aggressive to showcase the words he can jam-pack in the quick verses he delivers. On tracks like Split and What You Made Me, we hear the pain in his voice as he sings through it harmonizing the unapologetic lyrics of his experiences trying to limit substance use. Wi-Fi released his first debut album in August of 2020 titled Pain. He originally planned it to be Life of a Skeleton, but changed before release, despite hinting at an early retirement month before the album would drop. The album documents his trials and tribulations. He even states, I've been working on this album for a couple of years now. It's been a really big process from going the underground circuit to making records. I didn't want to make a regular rap album. I wanted every song to capture the emotion for anyone who's listening. And he does just that, delivering a 14-track album with polished production work and a refined Wi-Fi who brushes up on his singing skills throughout the album. As the title states, the concept is self-explanatory. We see the various forms of pain that Wi-Fi goes through while trying to navigate the industry that he strives to run. He lets us into his heartbreak from love and failed relationships, but also reflects on his own actions or principles in the process. Wi-Fi seems the most coherent and sober that we've seen on any project so far, with substance referencing scanning lower than past projects. This serves as one of Wi-Fi's top-tier projects and a reminder that he's still around to showcase his artistry. We'll have you moving and cutting up with tracks like Motion or Backache, or have you in your fields with tracks like End of Story, what it is, and guy like me. I'ma look at me now, shit I'm proud. Is it good for a young drug addict? This ain't average. Why you asking? When I'm packing? About a hundred bands in these hands. The next topic I like to discuss is bars itself. You can expect Wi-Fi to give you his classic upbeat trap style, or go for a soft to take, utilizing reverb and autotune techniques used by other artists of the new generation. But at the same time, while you have an inference of what to expect, Wi-Fi doesn't make it predictable. Some lyrics may go over your head sometimes because of the caliber and degree that he can deliver, but you can be sure his wordplay, rhyme scheme, and pen game come into play. First off, we have his track Hell on Earth, released in September of 2016. Stage, diamond ghost, riding the whip it right in reverse. Yeah. 
Excuse me, mama, I ain't mean to ball. I ain't mean to sell Zans, but the bands was calling. Late night on the creek, sit my demons calling. Jesus calling, please get off me, boy. Karma ain't a bitch, she just breathing softly. Wait, I can't disrespect, so leave me the sorry. Ay, I apologize, I just need the conscious man. Lost in your sauce, so the deep I get into. Shit, I can't recall the last time I was forgetful. Falling on a thin line, might die and hurt you. Here we see a reflection about temptations calling. Wi-Fi debates about his bad deeds at the expense of his goodwill, but compensating with the abundance of money and pills. He talks about selling pills himself and how it affected his relationship with his mother as he does in other songs. Here he goes for a simple rhyme scheme, bouncing from five to nine words each bar, rhyming the center, and the end of each bar will keep the narrative cohesive. This reflects his foundation of his beginning projects and where he found his style as an artist. And speaking of predictability for those who may speak on it, Wi-Fi directly addresses this and his true rapping capability in Joe Budden Thinks I Can't Rap, released on June of 2017 as a response to DJ Academics and Joe Budden speaking on air about Wi-Fi being jumped at a show he was performing at, among other low blows which spark Wi-Fi's creative genius and produce this high-energy lyrical track. This serves as a cue that he can do any style he pleases and doesn't have to resort to what's comfortable. A jab right back at Budden. This track is in your face and shows that any shots taken get sent back without hesitation. The amount of syllables rhymed in each line has a high count racked up besides other high capacity tracks with lyricism. We see similar flows and freestyles and cyphers done on live air by the Florida rapper, showcasing his notorious B.I.G. influence. As for news and upcoming projects from Wi-Fi's funeral, there hasn't been any clear indications yet. However, he has been reluctant on dropping snippets on both his Instagram and Twitter, teasing fans and hinting at the possibility of a new album. In recent tweets over the past few months, he's expressed wanting to drop and also take up more production-based output, hoping to make his own beat soon for his next project. What we can hope is that we get at least a single or a five to six track EP to see what comes next in this chapter of his life. His latest release is his debut album Pain, out now on all streaming services with videos for his single Lost in Time, What It Is, and Backache on YouTube streaming. Things are looking good for Wi-Fi in 2021 as he continues to train his voice more and experiment with new sounds. From the snippets heard so far, it seems he has fun with genre bending and truly makes music from the heart. His cool, laid-back nature gives him a humble standpoint and cult fan base that sticks through it beside him. As for versatility, I would give Wi-Fi's funeral a high rating due to his ability to tackle any kind of track thrown at him as well as his chemistry with various artists. His natural speaking voice carries over smooth when he transitions to rapping, almost as if he's simply telling you what's in his music. He can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the lyrical artists of the game or kick back and make trap music to suit the culture of which his city revolves around. Wi-Fi is the kind of artist that knows his worth but does not flaunt it past the necessary degree. His experiences in life being at the bottom keep him level and cautious of those around him who may want to operate along malicious means. 
He's very well-spoken and a young artist with plenty of years to reinvent himself again and again. We see his attention to detail and commitment to the craft in a 2018 interview detailing his time in the rap game so far. Yeah, of what I wanted to say. Uh-huh. I just did, I didn't know like the, the proper way to put it into words because what was a struggle for me when I was like 17, like turning 18 making that project was I know how to explain like experiences, but like I don't know how to make people like I didn't know at that time to help like to like real people in to make people feel like you right there with me, you know what I mean? Okay. Or I'm right there with you mm-hmm. going through whatever or or blase blase. So Tark, my manager, would help me with that a lot, honestly. He would help me with just like like actually like constructing a song or like mm-hmm. actually like just giving like a plot to it or you know, just like Love it. I hate it. Wi Fi has made his mark on the rap game and proven that he doesn't need to drop constantly to stay relevant. Though he isn't afraid to flood fans with music from time to time. The reason he stands out from everyone else is that Wi-Fi really thinks about what he's going to put in each line, even if he is in his clearest of mind. He talks about topics a lot of artists his generation base their whole style off of, but he doesn't let it define him. Instead, he's constantly trying to get better, and you can hear the structure in his lyrics, as opposed to others in the same line who go more towards the mumble route or repetitiveness. From the start of his projects to the most recent, you feel the raw energy, the street smart experiences, and the youth of a Palm Beach outcast who turned his pain into art. It's undeniable to say that Wi-Fi didn't influence the wave of rappers we see today and the styles they carry. He put the SoundCloud trend on the map with his other constituents in the 2016 to 2018 years and didn't aim to hold back. His influence on the culture and ability to adapt gives him a high rating overall as an artist in my opinion. The demon within us all yearns to do heinous things at times. Wi-Fi embraces this and holds it true to his actions and the accountability of a past and present still healing. I hope this gave a little bit of insight into one of my favorite artists of the new generation and a figure informing the Florida sound we see today. He gives a little bit of something for everyone and a reminder that no one is alone in their problems and provides an outlet for it. He lets his fans know that he speaks about his issues so others may feel comfortable with their own and aim for growth. I hope you enjoyed my first official pilot episode of my new series and I hope you tune in next episode as we dive into a new artist. This is RJ signing out and wishing you a good day. This has been Beyond Bars.